Is that Skyrim, Sam? No? What was that? Somebody had asked in the chat room, and I wasn't sure what that one was. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, I'll post it in the chat when I get it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about February the 14th. Interesting how many Jewish things are the 14th of a month. But uh, but back to St. Valentine's Day. Uh, of course, Valentine, St. Valentine was um, performing matrimony ceremonies when he wasn't supposed to be. And so he had to be done away with. But through time and from what I can see, um, they're calling it February 14, 1349 in a lot of places. But when I first started researching, it, it was 1348 and then both of them. So <clears throat> I'm going to use 1348 and the Jews claim it was a massacre. But what it was is they had been poisoning water all over Europe for many years. Of course, not in the Pale of Settlement, what is now Poland. That's why they want that land back, probably. As if it was theirs to begin with. But, um, yeah, so they had been poisoned water in all different ways. Sometimes poison, sometimes a carcass. All different things. Uh, you know, some sometimes a, a town, everyone would die overnight. You know, it, um, where they would put something in the water source. Uh, there were all kinds of ways of poisoning. You know, they're the poisoners. They're poisonous right now with these stabs of poison, right? And making everybody believe you have to have it. And people are starting to wise up a little bit, but often not until they've already succumbed to the fear and let somebody actually stick a needle in your blood veins and give you who knows what. And, and the same thing with the whole virus idea anyway. It can't be transmitted through the air. can't survive. can't survive the cosmic rays, the oxygen, the sunlight. It has to be within you. And like Tom Rogers tells us often, you know, that that ends up being through diet. Um, all the things that are in creatures because our 98.6 temperature is just uh, wonderful for all the parasites from the other animals, the ones of warmer blood temperature and the ones of colder blood temperature like the fish and such. And, and um, so it gives them feeding ground in our bodies. And when just walking around barefoot in some of these areas like um, was in Egypt I was watching some stuff about Egypt YouTube threw it up after I was watching something else and I thought okay well <laughs> and uh, it was very interesting but they um, were talking about how Tutankhamun and how that dynasty ended in the uh, I guess it was the 18th dynasty um, which there in Egypt they had started out with inbreeding and then there were more fresh flesh, uh, fresh blood <laughs> That had come in, and then towards the end there, it was inbreeding again, where he uh, had been bred with his half-sister, and there were two fetuses uh, in in the tomb with him and stuff. But they walked barefoot on this um, mud and stuff that had these parasites in it, and it would get into their system, you know, through their brain and their lungs and into the digestive system, and... And it caused all kind of havoc. So, um, 
they're trying to do all that kind of stuff to us again. They're trying to find ways to make sure they get it in us. And, um, but it's poisoning. It's what it's doing. So, I don't know. If anybody wants to call in, the number is 512-248-8252. 512-248-8252. Or if you need to, 800-313-9443. But I just find so many lies, you know, like some of them, we don't bring the people's name up, but they'll do uh, shows where they know it's not going to be in the archives for long. And um, so they tell what their real, real uh, things they're going to do, they plan to do, and that they've, they've really contracted, you know, they're controlled opposition and there's money to be had in it. And we don't want to think that about each other, but there's, there again, godless and greedy. Godless is the first component. And these people will say often, oh, I don't need God. Well, you need him more than you know. <laughs> and so they try to hoodwink everybody, you know, maybe they'll sign something, contract for these Things they're supposed to do as influencers or whatever, and and um, you know decide to rewrite entire books and scripts to be the flip of what it was. For instance, the USS Liberty, and uh, this needs to be harped on continually because it's a sore sticking point for the liars. Yeah, it gives away their plan. Yep. Operation Cyanide was put together years before, and the main architect was Abe Fortas, who got LBJ into office. And um, so after the fact, we have people trying to say that it was just an accident. And um, like I said with E. Michael Jones, uh, like, uh, like Leo Frank, they put it in their textbooks that he was innocent. Of course he wasn't innocent raped and murdered the girl and I, maybe necromancy as well why not you know so and apparently and, and I had heard he had bought Leo Frank had bought candy on his way home for his wife after doing these vile murder and but anyway apparently he confessed to her uh, that he had done this I don't know <laughs> So maybe God moved him uh, to have to do that, you know. But um, and so, you know, the ADL was formed after that. And looking into uh, Nosferatu, I call him Nosferatu, Jonathan Greenblatt, the current head of ADL. Uh, please stop defaming me. Mikey likes to play that clip. Sam, he stopped defaming. No, he doesn't say please. He just says, "Uh, stop defaming me." But his wife is an Iranian Jewess. And so, or beard, you might want to say, because I don't think he's straight. Uh, stop defaming me. Hey, thank you. I was going to ask you to do that. <laughs> uh, he's got a collection of clips. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Yeah. What a bunch of crooks. And these are the ones running the planet. And people stick up for them. Oh, no, it's not all the Jews, and it's not only the Jews, but like E. Mike said, and like 
it is the Jews, and like Henry Ford said more than a hundred years ago, the international Jew, the world's foremost problem. And another thing about Ford, we always get the story that he capitulated, which he did not. He did not capitulate. He, there was a thug working in his organization named Harry Bennett. And he went to the Jewish lawyer and forged Henry's name. And, of course, there's no coming out of that in the media, you know. And he wanted to publish these books some more and put in all the cars. And I see we have a caller. All right, Lynn, thank you for calling. How are you? Hey, Mer. Thank <laughs> you so much. I have to tell you, either I'm going yuck, 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 or <laughs> you just put the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> and you answer my questions. I you know the um day that the person came on um Chris's program mm. as soon as I heard his name and he was with Liberty Christian Church yeah Liberty that had actually come up 2 weeks before and I thought well, this has got to be the same guy and so you know I'm not on the internet so I I hang up and I call him real quick and ask Mike if um you know, if if he'll give me a call, we might give him my number. And so Mike just immediately puts me in queue. But in the meantime, all <laughs> hell must have broken loose. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there in queue listening to the very end of this going, what's going on? And I'm like, well, this isn't good. And, broke the internet. <laughs> and then it was the end of the program, right? Okay, so I didn't. And I don't know that I'd want to leave my number at that because I don't know what happened. So Monday I listen. Well, I have an appointment at noon, my time, so the second half of Chris's program. Uh-huh. And he starts out his program saying he's going to say what happened. He was home with his mom. And uh-huh. by the end of the first hour, he hadn't done it. And I'm like, I called Julie and said, I am never going to know. <laughs> well, I think it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday he covered it? Or was oh, well, I don't know, but I didn't hear, but so now I know enough. And, yeah. um, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know what, it's kind of like the things I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of grateful <laughs> I don't know them. I, yeah. I seem to miss a lot of drama sometimes, and it's like, yeah. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah, the pastor's name was Earl Wallace, and apparently Dave in New York, who, um, he can do some interesting things, but he set up the thing and told him told him to call. You know, well, uh, I was thinking maybe it was the guy, you know, Ron, who's the chaplain for the Liberty. He he said that he went to a Liberty something church. So I was thinking, well, maybe that's the same one, and that's why I was going to call. But the other thing is the Liberty. Um, actually, I mentioned this to Frank, and he mentioned it. I mean, if you listen to um, yesterday on the Liberty to Rebel Man, Man, um, mm-hmm. I had said, you know. If you can just let Mike know that the USS Liberty does make a difference, because since October 8th, I have let out almost all my calls on Capitol Hill with, do you know about the USS Liberty? You know, because you've got to get somebody interested, right? And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, you know, doing what I can, you know, like, stop killing these people with our bombs and ammunition and weapons. And this is, we're on the wrong side of this fight. And I've actually stepped on the rail that I, 
I told my attorney I might be calling you to come get me out of jail. <laughs> because, you know, the one thing you can't say anti-Semitic-wise is Israel shouldn't exist. And I'm like, you know what, if it comes down to who should exist or not exist on that land, I can tell you who shouldn't exist. Mm-hmm. Because they are not the Israelites of the Bible, and no. that was the nation of Palestine. And yeah. they, the, the Palestinians were the majority when they were given the right to take over the land. I remember years ago when that hit me, and I lost friends over it who were Messianic Jews, which weren't even Jewish people, which made no sense to me. And I'm like, you know, and you kind of say to people, what are you getting so upset about? I said, but I had a friend who lived in Hollywood. And I said, imagine if the U.N. came into your neighborhood and said, y'all just got to go, got to go. We're giving, we're giving this whole area to somebody else. You right. wouldn't like it. And then right. because I used to be online and research, the hardest thing in the world to research, and I mean, I've gone down DARPA rabbit holes. I found out all kinds of stuff. The church was a doozy. But when I got to Israel, it was almost impossible. I'm like, look, I just want facts here. I don't want bias one way or another. I want facts, and, and it was almost impossible to find. And, you know, it was always skewed. And I did find some sites, but then I, I found out about um, VR in the background and just got offline and called that quits and realized God would lead me to know the truth. And, you know, he is. He has. And and I thank you because you help with that. Aww. So thank you so much. But that's what I said to Frank last night about the USS Liberty. It wasn't until the following Friday, a week later, that I got the first staffer when I said, do you know about the USS Liberty? The gentleman's name is Andrew. And he said, yes. And I said, you need to go talk to your other staffers. We need to do whatever we can. And, I mean, he'd, he'd probably been my 50, 60, 100th phone call in two weeks. I said, you have to talk to other staffers, you know, because I was already frustrated thinking I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I got over that by, by the first Friday thinking, no, no, I'll just appeal to staffers. Who does all the work and who, be, who becomes a part of Congress? Staffers. They become running the committees and, and doing all the work anyway, you know. And... But when the guy on that second demonstration in D.C. in January went on stage with a letter and said, I just want all of you to know what a difference your phone calls and your emails have made. He said, but I can tell you every phone call that has come into the Capitol to your senators and congressmen, everyone has been logged. Everyone has been recorded and communicated to them. We have received hundreds of thousands of phone calls, and our name may not be on the door, but here's the letter we've signed in support of the Palestinians. He said, and just so you know, not many legislators have come out publicly to support the Palestinians, but they've changed their mind privately. Mm -hmm. He said, so don't stop. And there were staffers also that came out of the White House and the Cabinet that also wrote a letter um, for the Palestinians. And that first, when they walked out in November, over 100 congressional staffers walked out in the middle of the day in, in support of the Palestinians. That's great. And, and that's, that's partly because of you. 
Yeah, this uh, this Liberty thing, uh, besides the ship, right? Uh, the Liberty, um, this uh, Earl Wallace has Liberty Christian Fellowship Church. And he has the uh, Luciferian, uh, you know, Statue of Liberty and all this stuff. But when he called Chris a liar, he says, you're lying, talking about Jefferson. And he was telling the truth, you know. I mean, he did cut up the Bible and, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, and they all take their own on it. Yeah, and then the other one is Chuck Baldwin. I think that's the one that Phil Turney brings up uh, and out in Kalispell, Montana. And he has Liberty Fellowship. And apparently he does that because of the U.S. Liberty, USS oh, Liberty. Contest. So it's, it's <clears throat> not the same guy, because who would put the Statue of Liberty in their church? I mean, how, how gross. Yeah, on his logo or whatever. And this is a black fellow up there in New York. And, and like I said, Dave in New York, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't figured out his cycles, but um, sometimes he'll present something kind of good. But more often than not, he is accusing anyone if they're not agreeing with what he's saying at the moment. <laughs> you have to agree with this expert and that expert, <laughs> you know. And I must say about Chuck Baldwin, um, you know, it's good that he's doing that. But I also know that he's uh, a bit of a mammon hound. I won't say any more. Well, and wasn't there, see, how I found out about the Liberty, what, his name was Ralph, wasn't he on Saturdays on RBN? Ralph Brenner Road. He used to be um, sun, Sundays, 5 p.m. Central, yeah. Okay, maybe oh. it's not Ralph. It was it was the guy, he was on Saturdays, like at 2, I think, my time. Um, he, I think he passed away. Oh, uh, Rick Adams. Yes, that's him. That's him. Yes. Yeah, no, that's what I, I Rick thought Adams. Too, but that's Sunday. Yeah, Rick Adams, he was good. Yeah, and in oh. fact, um, Andy Hitchcock kept his voice for the intro to all his shows, so he immortalized him, but he was his favorite. And he has such a good voice. You know, Stat Miller had to have him when he heard him, you know. He was really, really good. That's how I've. That's what I used to listen to on RBN, and that's how I found out about the Liberty. And I actually was. Oh, that would sure. be too Eastern. Too Eastern. It's uh, yeah. you know, one, yeah. one Central, right? Yeah, and so I went. My mother was a contract negotiator with the Navy, you know, and she was fairly high grade, high clearance, and she was retired by the time I heard this. So, and I, I said. You know, because I'm listening to this going, well, I never heard of this. But then, yet you know, I didn't used to pay attention to stuff. So I said, do you know anything about that? I heard something. It just sounds weird. And I said, I heard something. And I don't know if it's true. I said, do you know anything about um, a ship called the USS Liberty? You know, I mean, she used to contract ships during the Vietnam War, you know, and probably when we were building. And she said, yeah, what did you hear? And I told her. And I didn't know it was a spy ship. I knew it was just a battleship that had been converted to a communication ship is what I understood. And everything I told her, she said, it's all true. And I included the thing about Johnson. And I said, what does that say about us? And that's the point I've made to staffers on Capitol Hill. President Johnson knew. Oh, yeah. You know, we've already sent ships to the Mediterranean Sea to sit out there as sitting ducks. And well, then, you know, like, we started bombing the Houthis when they hadn't even hurt anybody. LBJ, he and his family backed Leo Frank's innocence. They have history. And there's Jewish in their, their bloodlines. And, 
And in '39, uh, I guess it was when they were trying to make the Jews go to Israel. Well, he led a whole bunch into Texas, and you know they they're the only state to have an Israel has an Israeli day, right? <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but Lynn, I, I have almost, another caller. I think. Okay, uh, I'll let Ingrid's, you go. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much for, for everything. Yeah, yeah I think you. And, Ingrid, and um, Ingrid if you probably needs to, to scold me. If, if you talk to Michael <laughs> Gaddy, um, I would recommend somewhere around Norfolk for, oh, for yeah. a site. And and but remember the people when there's a lot of money lost about the liberty, so you, somebody's going to need a good lawyer to make sure that land's secure and money's safe. Right, it's it's got to be privately owned land. Yeah, yeah, it does have to be totally private, so it can't. But that's why you're going to have to protect it even from imminent domain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's yep, true. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'll they, let you they go, will, and just, I will just help like any way they, uh, I can. you know, gerrymander to um, like uh, with Cynthia McKinney, get her out of there. Right, they redistrict yeah. everything. They'll do anything to change it so they well, get what they want. They own us. They own. They own all our legislators. Uh huh. Yep, yep, and and yep, people yep. say APAC, and it's not Political Action Committee; it's Public Affairs Committee because Political Action Committee would be illegal for a foreign country. <laughs> you know, a good book is Eric Alderman's um, "We Are Not One," ah. and it goes into all of that. And he's yeah. Jewish, but he tells mm-hmm. the truth. It's a good book with a lot of good references. And that remember, it was Israel that was involved in the 2016 election. Oh, yeah. It, not, not so much Russia. It's the parts no. of the Mueller report that are still redacted. Okay, to the Luke Kangaroo. Thank All you, right, thank Love you. you. I appreciate you so Love much. Love you, too. Thanks. Okay, Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. Bye. So, um, angry. We have Ingrid on uh, line three. No, I'm not here to scold you. I told Sam that we're not talking about that. <laughs> I mean, just briefly, Jason's been out on a couple things. You know, he's he's kind of like a you know huckster, but he has good information on a couple things. So I yeah. I only you know, but I'm just saying you know. Uh, but I wanted to I want what I really wanted to talk about was <laughs> the fact that they brought circumcision, which of course people freak out when I talk about that. Apparently, and there's a couple people that can't handle it. But when you talk about you know, that first hour, those clips were amazing. I want to grab some of those clips and listen to them again. Or, you oh, know, I'll the, the link. Did you put the links in the chat room? Yeah, I'll put it in there. In your That t- would be in, great. That would be it's great in if this you had chat room. It's in yours truly, Mur, Dr. Tango, but I yeah, can yeah, put it yeah. in your chat room. I, I just I'll haven't turned it on because I'm, I'm, I'm kitcheninging yeah. a little bit. And I, 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 if I'm, I'm glad home, you know that's kind of what I did, though, that it's, you know, kind of a huckster. That sort of fits the bill, you know. But that's yeah. good. Um, and they call them influencers, you know. Um, I played a, cl- a clip, uh, one show of uh, uh, Really Graceful. And Grace had mm-hmm. a short clip there of how she had been contacted and said to that they would give her $5,000 if she would speak uh, nicely about Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an influencer, right? So right, exactly. Um, exactly. I'm just been, saying influencers and people that are... You know, after you know the money. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, he has a pretty and... nice lifestyle, but you know, he he will, you know, um, do recommendations, you know, for a COVID, pro- you know, to somehow reverse the shot, and you know, yeah. all these different things yeah. that use basically, uh, you know, a bunch of vitamins and you know, pharmaceutical grade products, you know, and so 
I'm, you know, I mentioned last night, I mean, if it's using a pharmaceutical product, I mean, you're feeding the pharmaceutical industry, yeah. really? I mean, I, you know, to me, there's always more natural stuff, and that's why I like Klinghart, but my, my, my point was that I, I wanted to listen to those again, these, these men. So you were talking about Wilhelm Reichart. I mean, Reich, uh, I'm Wilhelm sorry, Wilhelm Reich. Reich was the one yeah. with the Oregon Energy. His wife, that, that whole thing was with his wife. I guess. <laughs> wow, that was fascinating history. I definitely want that. But, you oh, know, yeah. think about it. Think about when the Jews um, introduced circumcision, I mean, the complete removal of the foreskin. That's you know, at, you know, at, at on infants. It's torture. It's torture. Right, but I'm, I'm wondering, you know, like, I think this really screws up some men, I mean, some men recover from it, some, or, or appear to. But well, how would they know? I think it, uh, how yeah, would they know? Well, they wouldn't know any different. How would they know what it would be like if it hadn't happened, you know? Right. You know, I uh, mean, my, between my that and um, the vaccines, and, I mean, it screws yeah. up the brain, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's survival. And we get these psychopaths and, and narcissists and sociopaths. Wow. It's, a, tra it's a trauma, and some remember it better than others in ways you wouldn't think because the memory's different at a young age like that, but it's still there. Right. The cells right. have the memory, you know? Yeah, yeah my son will be 45 this year, and uh, I, I had wised up enough, thank goodness, and, and knew, and, and when the... Right. Uh, doctor and said oh would you want him circumcised and i snapped at him no <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not he came perfectly the way he was born right. he was perfect in every way <laughs> mm -hmm. i took care of myself but while i was pregnant want him perfect in every way the way god gave him to me gee yeah oh and you know gosh. jews will laugh and and say um you know different ones have and i don't have any name in front of me but you know oh what makes better soldiers well, what it does is break the bond between the mother and the child, for one thing. Mm -hmm. You know? So, right. yeah. That's yeah, I, well, I just wanted to comment on that because it's interesting, the timing in history, when all of this dastardly stuff was coming out, you know, all uh, late, 18, you know, right after the War of Northern Aggression, you know, all kinds yeah. of stuff was going on everywhere, and they, that's when they were also really trying to make the Goy like them. You know, um, you know, tortured at, at infancy and all this sexual perversion. You know, we we all think of you know uh, Freud. You know, a Jew. You know, mm -hmm. saying it's the Oedipus complex and the Electra complex and all this stuff when they were it was his really complex. really ramping up uh, pedophilia in the fa incest in the family. Yeah, and we wouldn't even have known about him or psychoanalysts if it hadn't been for Bernays, his double nephew. Talk about inbreeding, right? <laughs> Incredible, incredible. And he had a, I think it was Austrian, or I think it was Austrian, um, nanny that really raised him. And he loved her, and um, but his father impregnated her, so kicked her out of the house. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're just messed just up from an early age. I was reading about Saul Alinsky and, and his upbringing, and it's just, you know, one nightmare after another. It's no wonder they're generations of this. But then at the same time, they're being told they're better than everyone else, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's, so so it's, it's refreshing to hear Brother Nathaniel, you know, Nathaniel Kavner. Um, well, yeah, still, there's, some, there's some stuff that he's not admitting. 
Oh, yeah. So I'm, like I'm the... supposedly yeah. path, even though I have a lot of other stuff I'm doing. I'm pretty into the electromagnetic radiation stuff, as you know, you know, just the whole microwave stuff. And so I'm involved locally with that. But he is in our area, and uh, Robin has tasked me with uh, <laughs> reaching out to him about how the whole uh, synagogue in New York, you know, and how, because he was denying that there was all kinds of stuff going on in those tunnels. Well, we don't really know, but and it is probably common practice. He was pointing out the mikvah where the women would bathe, right? It had to be downward, mm-hmm. get rainwater, and then they could use tap water, too. And then I had heard, too, that, you know, that they'd have the things for children there because they have their children with them while they're there, the, the women, right? And that the I had heard also, though, that they had opened this up then so the men could sneak in there and look at them. Well, they were having uh, men, uh, I mean, little boys perform sex. I mean, they were having sex with little boys in the tubs. And he was in total denial of that. And these tunnels, um, you know, I I said before how in the uh, Learned Elders of Zion protocols, their number nine, part 13, is they plan to do that, is run tunnels under all the metropolis and blow up the archives and everything. They really want to destroy history, and they've been doing that for a long time. I mean, the you know the library mm-hmm. at Alexandria. I mean, it, it goes on and on. They've been yeah. doing this throughout history, and destroying Baghdad was just horrifying to me mm-hmm. when they well, did that. Know, I was scheduled. You know, I had an Iranian Jew invite me to speak um, mm-hmm. when they were blowing up Baghdad. Oh, dear. Um, it was at the Freedom. You know the oh, what's the Freedom School? You know, Paymon. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh I got punished for it later, you know. <laughs> anyway, I mean there was there's people that really didn't like me coming out on the vaccine issue. Um, Whoa, Sheriff Mack was one of them, just so you know. Yeah, well, I'm not too crazy about him too. I, I am not at all. That's him, a whole other thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shame, I have a but... long, way back story on him. I bet. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we, we, we should have a conversation one time off the air. Yeah. <laughs> but I, so I want, I'm going to sign off, but okay. I love your show. I love oh, your bumper thank music. thank you. Thank you I, for I love your in. show. So if I'm here, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're very kind. Come in the chat room and cheer people up. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm going to grab those links anyway. Okay. Yeah. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. We'll be back after the break.
true. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading The Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's the Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to the Freedom Times today. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. I want to get back here and uh, before I forget again uh, to talk a little more about the February the 14th St. Valentine's Day not only in 1348 or 49 whichever it was that they were you know it's like the the uh, Santa movie a couple years ago and the elves were taken apart the commenters were um, making the elves out to be like Jews which is they'll say um, 
they'll say what was done to them, but they'll never say why. You know, they never, like Michael Jones said, they never can admit they're wrong, They, you know, or that uh, what they've done, although they know very well what they've done and uh, how it affects things. And they intend it to be that way, but they will lie about it. But further on, uh, in uh, when, in the 20s, I guess, uh, or 30s, was um, uh, across an alley, uh, Meyer Lansky, and he had a ancient devil demon inhabiting him. He was the first of the kosher nostra heads. And they sat in a garage across the alleyway from where uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre took place, which we hear about. And that's part of the, you know, um, vengeance. They're, they never can be um, satiated, uh, you know, appeased. They still have to get even all the time. I mean, things go on and we have no idea where they're getting this from, but there's something there's something that they, you know, go back to 70 A.D. or before in the wilderness or whatever. And um, and it's not that they're not the Israelites. Plenty of the Israelites, I mean, that's what the whole Bible is about there in the Old Testament. It's how they kept turning away from God. It's an object lesson to us, you know. But so then when we move up further in 45, both February 13 and 14 was the real Holocaust. When Brits and Americans strafed the blood out of Dresden, other cities too, but Dresden in particular, they just it, it set up all these fire bombings set up like a fire tornado, and it swept people into it. And um, in where they try to hide in basements, the walls would become so hot and the heat trapped in there, and it would liquefy them or turn them to ashes. Um, and um, they try to say, if you look at JewWiki, that's what I call Wikipedia, um, it says like 20,000, and that's false claims for any more. Well, no, there had been about 300,000 refugees from other cities that had come into Dresden. So besides the populace of Dresden, there were all these people that were being cooked. And that's exactly what Churchill said. He said, how can we roast the Germans? Talk about a despicable character. So... There's much more detail on that, and uh, but that is the Holocaust. There was no Jewish Holocaust, no matter what anyone says. And why can't they just say, you know, I survived the war? What what has to be said? Because they're so special, and like Tom Rogers said, if they're so special, how come their bodies aren't any different than ours? Well, they're special in a different way, you know. And, and there may be a hierarchy, of course, they always... Uh, kind of judge the IQ themselves anyway, but there's madness too. There's schizophrenia and there's uh, deception. I mean, nobody ever said the devil wasn't smart, you know? So uh, then we can move on up to uh, the 670 years past 1348, and that was the parkland in Broward County, Florida. Extravaganza, false flag. And uh, the Q things, uh, which everyone was repeating, uh, was it says, we're saving Israel for last. And so everyone had hope, right? Which, uh, double entendre, and it could be made made to come about just from people repeating it and believing it. But I think they were referring to Scott Israel, the sheriff, the crooked sheriff. And there was a Scott Peterson who was about to retire, and he wouldn't go into the building. He knew what was going on, and they wanted to kill him, so they didn't have to pay him retirement. 
you know, and Wolfgang Hallbig was the one who, who that was his business was to set up a, a fire and emergency, you know, so they could get help right away. And that was one place he had done it in and they didn't, didn't want to hear him talk at all. But, um, you know, so, so each year you have to think and, and it, you know, what are their different holidays and when do they fall on? And, and it's amazing how you can sometimes see that. And they coincide very often with the open scroll calendar, which is the satanic ritual calendar. And what they're really doing is satanic rituals. That's their, their God, their father, a liar and murderer from the beginning. So it boils down to Christ or Antichrist. It's just how it is. And, People want to reject Christ, and yeah, it's fun to, to cut up, and you know, and it makes you laugh. People saying smart Alex stuff and all that, and but it it's so distressing so much of the time. I mean, you, like you have Rachel Corey, and she was Jewish. She was over there in in um, in Palestine, and and um, staying with the Palestinian people, and how. After they would do a raid or whatever, they would uh, just put porn on TV. There's no way to find out what was going on. You go outside, you get sniped, right? You try to go to the hospital or anything, they had snipers on the roof. They'd kill you. So trying to find out what was going on, they'd use their televisions. And the only thing on the televisions was pornography. So it was a weapon. And E. Michael Jones talks about that and others. But it's clearly, you can see that that's what pornography is all about. You know, not that they don't enjoy it. I mean, we got Jeffrey Tubin on live on Zoom masturbating, right? And somehow he's back in the good graces again. I mean, it's just so so degenerate. But Rachel Corey over there was trying to keep a a bulldozer, a caterpillar bulldozer, from um, coming after one of the houses, and um, the driver ran her over. Not only ran her over, but he backed up over her again. And she died slowly and miserably, of course. But she would say how the mothers, when they saw the pornography on the TV and they, you know, turned it off and just take their children in their arms and hold them and, and love them. And, and there was always a lot of laughter and Good humor, you know, I mean, that's what Christ brings, uh, life more abundantly, you know, and enjoy joy, the joyfulness and peace and harmony. And uh, we can bring that to our generations if we want to. And it doesn't have to be through an influencer, I mean, who's a little slick, you know, telling you, setting things before you, giving your subconscious subliminal cues because your subconscious wants to be safe that's the primary reason it follows these cues they find safety not only in the subconscious but then in the group think and um you know that's at a cellular level too so uh and at a macro level the communitarian thing that's what the whole thing is about and um i know people whenever lark would talk about it oh well what's the solution and um it's the same as communism, and it's not the same as communism. And uh, another ism that it, um, if you look at it, capitalism was brought over by the Dutch Jews 
first to Britain and then here. And it is simply more usury. It doesn't work without banking. So to act as if capitalism is separate from communism, no. You get the two together and you've got communitarianism. Capitalism's usury. Communism is Judaism, said Stephen Weiss, the rabbi in 1935. He says, I call it what it is, Judaism. And together they're communitarian. And that's been around for more time than we realize. And it's going to be used more and more the more difficult things become. But Amitai Hetzioni, whose real name was Werner Falk, and he was in in Palestine and um, killing everyone and helping blow up uh, the Brits. You know, when the Brits uh, let the Jews in there, then the Jews went after them. You know, this was our land and we're kicking everybody out. You know, so, but Amitai Etzioni in his book, and he tries, he says, we use the adage, uh, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, no, that's what Christ said. It's just not an adage, all right? But they don't want to say that. And so they want to move that to the larger sphere. And they're basically just bringing in fear that people are afraid of morals or whatever the case may be. But I see we have Tom in Utah. Hi, Tom. Hi there, Mer. Hi. Thank you for giving me. Thank you for giving me some respect. Yeah. But I'm wondering when is my when is my royalty check going to show up? <laughs> Same time mine does, I guess. Isn't that pathetic? The truth does not make a lot of money. Sure doesn't. In fact, my son was helping me put all away my decades of documents, you know, in my work. And he said, Dad, how come we're not rich? And I said, well, when you start to tell the truth, you're no longer profitable for the, uh, quote, merc- well, mercenary medicine. Right. And the you know, merc- Tom, mercenary if, medicine. If you're rich and popular, you're not doing it right. Wait a minute. If you're rich <laughs> and popular, you must be doing something right. No. But anyway. Doing it right for the devil. I just wanted to readjust your concept a little bit with the flukes in the mud. Yeah. Do you know what's dissolved and available in the mud? What? Or dissolved and available in the water, otherwise fish would suffocate. Oxygen. Oh, yeah. So the reality is these pathogens, these flukes, do not survive very long at all in the mud. And, and that all that concept keeps you diverted from the real pathway. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to wanted down, to get you I'm to down with about. that. I'm down with that, Tom. You know I am. Uh, we don't need to be consuming hormones and all the other junk that's in other creatures. And uh, well, like Lorraine Day said too, uh, prepare us for heaven. We're not going to be eating animals there. You know, we're not going to have animals looking at us in fear because <laughs> we're lusting over eating them, you know? Yeah, I think I did create a monster in the rain. She had, oh, I think you she, created I think she's herself. That's It's all right. You know, I know uh, you said she's arrogant and, and everything, and but she's just who she was. Well, she had a right to be. She was highly intelligent, highly skilled in orthopedics, you know, and, and the emergency room... Procedure she was well trained to deal with, mm-hmm. but it was really, really funny when that golf ball and ultimately baseball-sized tumor developed. Then she turned 
to this crazy man that she heard before when I was giving my reports to the, the you know, the California Department of Health system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said she tried everything, you know, but she turned to God. Uh-huh. She turned to God, and yeah. that's what really, really did it, you know. And that's what does it for all of us, each and every one. Yeah, it was kind of funny when she contacted me and said, Tom, I need help. I, I, I need to fix this tumor. And I said, well, oh, now you're ready to listen. You <laughs> see, I had actually shared with the staffers and the faculty and the, uh, you know, the public that were invited to these, uh, uh, what do you call it, briefings that I gave after I'd be working up at Petaluma on the marine biology station up there. <clears throat> By the way, I was up through the night like you listening. Yeah, where are you? So my my voice is kind of burned out this morning. But anyway, it was kind of fun to sit with Lorraine and take her through that. Of course, she also got excited when I started saying, well, you know what? The fact is that the creator of the microscope and the, the true facts or true science agree. Mm-hmm. And I said I was driven to go back to the scriptures because I had been raised in a, you know, a very religious family, and I was forced to read the scriptures fully through by the time I was 12. So I said, when I got back into the scriptures after I went through my, quote, epiphany or my change, my crisis, I wanted to find out if God agreed with the science. And it was bizarre when I, particularly when I The science agreed with God, more like, but go ahead. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, there you go. So I, I said... Isn't that bizarre? It's kind of buried in there, and of course, the Vatican and King James, I hate to say this, mm-hmm. they did their best to, to cover up the truth, but God had the power somehow to keep the truth there, and if you're looking for it, you find it. And when mm-hmm. I was reading Isaiah, that was when they, the two before and the, with the nail in the end hit my head, and I said, there it is. <laughs> there it is. And by the way, is God what? Does God not want you to be grounded? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why yeah, would well, he this, make it be dead? Yeah, this was a worm, why? I think, they were talking about over there in Egypt, you know. And and right down in the water, you know. So, uh, Yeah, but the problem is that worm doesn't find you as a an appropriate meal. No, but it just travels through the bloodstream and causes all kind of havoc. Oh, no, that's that's what you've been made to believe. Well, uh, that's sorry. that's what this premise was in this, you know, yeah. documentary I was watching. Yeah, and which the, yeah, the yeah, and uh, when they, they were also talking about building the pyramids, right, and how they were, we think and this might, and they don't have a clue. They, were, you know, that all the people came together to build this, and how long it would take, and all that stuff, and Craig Smith, this contractor, and. No, look at look at Ed Lee Scalnan in Florida in the Coral Castle. How did he move that little five foot man with hundred pound weight, right? And he didn't let anybody see how he did. But how did he do it? So it's the same thing with the pyramids. There are ways that we're not privy to, unless we're connected. I think with the higher forces. Well. All I can say is I don't know, but I'll be open to any fact when it's given to me. Mm-hmm. And I can check it, I can touch it, feel it, smell it, whatever. 
occasionally mm-hmm. say my name is property given because I'm the uh, you got to show me you got to prove it to me you got to demonstrate it to me then I will believe you so I, I'm honored with that name Thomas but anyway yes. uh, yep. I just wanted to tell you that that th- those organisms that they claim came to you through the mud their 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 food is not you mm-hmm the flukes that cause problems in you have to come to you in the same material you're made of, fat, well, flesh, the, and plasma, or blood. Yeah, and the Egyptians, too, they, you know, besides inbreeding, they notoriously, I don't think, had a very good diet because they were worshipping everything, you know? <laughs> and they ate a lot of grain, and, uh, but the, oh. the, main, the main diet then, and, and could be now, Lentils, they cook very fast and are very nutritious. They'd have bread and lentils. That was a very common meal. And I got yeah. in kind of trouble oh, yeah. talking about stuff like that to John Stoutmiller. That's when he told me to go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honored because I got the same statement. <laughs> he told me to go to hell, too. But, you know, the sad thing is he had that aorta blowout. I was trying to tell him to get off the animal food so the uric acid would be low or non-existent, the arachidonic acid, mm-hmm. and then also the attack of his own immune system. You put anything into your body like your body, and your body is offended mm-hmm. and attacks the tissue that you're made of. By I really like that you brought that, that point out. You know, uh, you know, God lives within us, and he's a jealous God. You know? And my body's jealous, too. See, that was one of the things we had to overcome when I was working in transplant surgery early on. Three three phenomena or three issues was rejection, DNA corruption, and memory transfer. Mm. You know, yes. when you get a chance, you still haven't called me and talked to me directly. I'd like to share, you a, lot, share a lot of things with you. Yeah. But I think you're chicken. Well, I'm cheap is, uh, or frugal. Let's use that word. That sounds better. Um, I've got a lot of Scottish blood, and I don't even have the ringer on the phone. I I uh, unplug it at the receiver. There's there's a lot of things behind that, but I also don't have a long-distance calling plan, so it's 10 cents a minute, which I always stay under what it would be if I, I think one time I went over what it would be if I had had a plan, you know, but uh, I, well, yeah, I, I'm like that. <laughs> If somebody calls you, you don't get charged for that, do you? Uh, no, no. But like I said, okay. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm just, I just stay off the phone except for when I call in and to I radio oper- shows. <laughs> and I operate fully under the influence of the, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, covenant of, how to say, privacy. What do we call uh-huh. that in medicine? Where you, where you, if you're privileged to information, you don't give it out to anybody else without permission of the patient. Right. Oh, what do you call so that? Same thing with a lawyer. Um, uh, client yeah. uh, or patient. Uh, I forget what it's HIPAA. called. Is it HIPAA? HIPAA. Yeah, okay. I operated with HIPAA for most of my life, so... People will give me their phone number, and I don't give it out unless I've been given specific permission. So yeah. you're safe with me. <laughs> but anyway, if you call me, you can hang up, and I'll call you right back, and you won't spend any money, except no. for that 10 cents. 
Well, I hate to be so cheap, okay. you know, but that's how it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I want to bring you on sometime, too. Maybe even get your wife to come on and share some recipes with us. Yeah. She's 83, still mm -hmm. cooking, still driving, still teaching school. And people mm -hmm. ask her, "What? when are you going to retire? She says, I'm good. <laughs> That's right. She loves the kids. She does, especially the, the handicapped children. Yeah. That's that's her drive. And that's then she's wonderful. got to deal with a handicapped husband. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds like the music. Are, are we done All for right. the day? I think so. So thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, anyway, for calling for in and helping me with the... Using the time here, I didn't get as many clips to Sam as I should have. I was too busy uh, going through too many rabbit holes. and <laughs> But it was fun anyway, and I hope you find some benefit. And have a good week. Um, shay Shay! Ni hao! Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit RepublicBroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.